This episode of Nerds Gone Rogue is brought to you by Killers. All John ever wanted was to be normal, but the grisly murder of his parents when he was just a child left something terrible brewing inside him. John was a killer, a fact he'd accepted as he'd now lived on the streets, looking for a place he belonged in this world. On a night that seemed like fate, while on a train heading west, a stranger intervenes as John is on the verge of his most recent crime. His name is Professor James Conrad, and he asks John to come live with him in a group of young serial killers he has taken under his wing. Together, they search for a purpose in their murderous ways. It isn't long after a new sadistic serial killer begins to terrorize Seattle and throwing a wrench into all they are trying to accomplish. Time seems to be running out for the group to find the answer they are searching for. Where will they go? What is their purpose? And with the killing closing in, who will survive the night? Written by C. Benjamin Doyle. Killers is available now on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. Get your copy today. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Nintendo Power Block for May 22nd, 2018, number 108. Feeling yes. great. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, alongside me, as always, that... I gotta get my fingers straight. That retro code, Edward Varnell. Get over here! <laughs> Joining us this week... <laughs> The wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas, not a question block this week. Woo! Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm not a question block this time. Uh, I'm actually here. You're not a question block this episode, but Thursday you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> we what a, what a fantastic week until we recorded on, on Thursday for Friday's episode, and then nothing has happened since then. Great. And, uh, <laughs> you know, since we're recording on Sunday... You know something big is going to drop tomorrow, and you're like, no. So, how's everyone doing? Everyone good? Everyone? Yep. Yeah. Good? Getting, getting ready for uh, the apocalypse of Friday. <laughs> the apocalypse of Friday? Yeah. What's on Friday? You know what comes on Friday. Is it M++ Friday? Thursday. Thursday. 24th. Okay. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> well, Detroit become human, and uh, oh, no one cares about that. Game. Dark Souls this come a, out. This is a place. This is a Nintendo podcast. Uh, no one cares about <laughs> those games until well, it comes out this summer. I'll have M plus plus and Nicaruga. So woo, oh, yeah. yes. M plus plus. Mega Man <laughs> also comes out this week. Oh, nice. Well, and I'm. I- I'm guessing this week they're probably going to be the uh, Pokemon uh, thing. <laughs> they said the rumor was the last week of May. So, yeah. right. I mean, it, maybe. We'll see. Of course, <laughs> if you watched if you watched last week's episode, or Friday's episode, Friday's episode, Ed and I had a big discussion about Pokemon on Switch. So, go check yes. that out. Uh, but anyways, Ed, what have you been playing? So uh, you're allowed playing... to talk about every console you own right now because this is going to be a we got pat out this episode. There's a, not a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for uh, uh, PlayStation Four, we're playing more Batman Tales of Adventure, 
and uh, God of War. I'm trying to get the Platinum of God of War. Working on that. Um, for Xbox, I've been playing Vanquish, playing some Fortnite and Halo 5 with the guys uh, for Squad Goals and Royale with Cheese. Um, and we also played Rainbow Six. Um, also played some Naruto uh, Shippuden, uh, get a little bit further into that. Uh, finish up Gears of War with Corey, uh, play Gears of War 3. Um, just like started that for a little bit. Um, and then on Switch, I picked up Framed, uh, played Fox and Forest, not Fox and Friends, like I said last episode. <laughs> that's, a, Fox... that's a TV show. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, played Fox and Forest, uh, kind of enjoying that game. A nice little platform rogue style game. Um, not too bad. Uh, also picked up Wizards of Legends. Uh, it, it feels like that is a rogue action RPG in the sense where uh, you're trying to build yourself up by buying all these spells and you use the right combination uh, to fight enemies. So you're kind of like locked in a dungeon um, and they continually switch it up every time you die or anything. Uh, but you get to keep your gems. Uh, you don't keep the money that you gather, but uh, you can get your you get more uh, cards and stuff, and those cards so that you use better magic. Um, it's a really nice game, really cool game. Uh, uh, let's say I pick frame. Uh, this ice cream game, I cannot think of it. Uh, it's a shoot 'em up game. So you're riding the ice cream cone, shooting like donuts and popsicles and all of this stuff. And uh, I was playing that, and I was just like, as wacky and as Japanese as this is. It's super fun. Like, it was only $8. So I'm just like, this is kind of cool. Uh, so, uh, but that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, uh, 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 I am going to get into some other games this week. Uh, my goal is to finish Naruto Shippuden uh, and finish up Batman uh, Telltale and probably more God of War and then start jumping into all my Switch games uh, because I need to finish that. Because I want to start. I'm, I, I want to get uh, some more into Doom and uh, Raymond Legends, and I still need to start start my Kirby game, <laughs> Star Allies. I haven't started that yet, uh, but I want to start all of that before I I look at Breath of the Wild and just be playing that for eight hours and be like, dang, what the heck the time to go? <laughs> so, uh, but that's that's what I've been playing and doing. Nice, nice. What about you, Jesse? Um, yeah, I, I ended up, uh, well, I think it was last week, I, I ended up pick, picking up a game for, for, for Sega. I ended up, before you go there, Sega! You finished Lightfall. Yeah, I know, I, I'll, I'll talk about all that. Okay. I'll talk, I'll talk. I thought you were going to start with that. No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> you had your turn. <laughs> I'm saving, I'm saving that for kind of last, but, um, yeah, so I ended up going and I picked up Toxic Crusaders for uh, Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get that garbage? Because I just, I just like, I loved the show growing up. Yeah, I and did stuff. too. And so I just, like, I had the, you know, action figures and stuff like that. I just got it. I know it wasn't the greatest game in the world, but I, I think I only spent like five or six bucks for I it. I actually was going to ask you, where in the world did you find that? Like I forgot all about that game on the Genesis. 
I I bought it. We have two local. Like I went to the other one that I don't normally go to that often, uh-huh. but we ha- we have two stores locally that that literally just buy and sell uh like retro games, like old old games. They do have some uh you know like Xbox One games and PS4 games and you know and everything else, but they mostly what they what they specialize in is selling like old games. Like they've got like uh you know like folders just full of like uh like ds games and all that kind of stuff uh game boy games and like uh, yeah like literally everything you can think of they have it there and so like there's two places like that by us and so i usually will go to those places when i have a couple extra bucks and see if i can find a retro game that i want and just kind of slowly increase my uh my collection so I'm shocked but, someone even turned that in for them to sell it. I'm like, wow. Like well, that's a that's a rare gay. I don't know how much is going on, but that's very rare. Well, that's like uh like back in the day, like uh, most of my collection that I started out with, I bought on eBay. And I I bought them at a time where you could get a lot of like 10, 15 games for like for like 50 bucks. Uh-huh. And there'd just be a whole bunch of them thrown in there. And one of the lots that I bought, I had the uh, Captain Bucky O'Hare in it, and yeah. that's the one that a while back that I sold for like eighty-five bucks. So, but yeah, like I, I bought, bought that, and like that's you know, like you could get, you used to be able to get lucky and get you know games that are worth a lot of money back back then. But now it's like you pay a premium for it. So, but. So yeah, I did, I did that, and then um, I've been playing like my part of the uh, deal. I've been playing uh, Sleeping Dogs, and I'm enjoying it a little better. The stupid cat is knocking into my mic, <laughs> but uh, I've been enjoying that a little bit more since I've like unlocked stuff and you know like more uh, attack moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually enjoying the the driving a little bit better too, um, just because like I, like I'm getting better at it. But um, overall, it's not a bad game. But it's it's not like something that I'd ever go back and play again once I'm done. So I'm gonna kill this cat. <laughs> Kit. <laughs> she keeps on rubbing on the mic thing won't leave it alone but yeah so i played that and then i've been playing uh tomb raider uh the the first the the definitive edition or whatever and so like now i like i feel like i'm almost like the same point that i am on uh sleeping dogs i'm on that game now because i that one part i was having trouble with like i finally just hid somewhere and just like sat there for the 20 minutes or whatever it took for them to all start coming towards me until they were all gone like that it's seriously ridiculous like how many people like how many waves they send after you and and that one part and then so then i finally got through that and now yeah i'm almost done with that game too so so I have a feeling I'm probably going to finish both of the, uh, those games right around the same time because I've been kind of switching back and forth uh, just the past two days. So, And then um, on Switch, I played a little Zelda. I've been kind of trying to beat some of the, the uh, expansion pack stuff for that. And uh, 
and then of course all the games that we played for like squad goals and stuff halo and and all that but yeah the big one is i i finally uh beat lightfall and that game is so much fun <laughs> like the like i won't like without uh spoiling anything but like the the main boss just really makes you work for it like once you it's like one of those you know like a typical game uh like a i don't know like the Mega Man games or whatever like where where there's like a a couple different uh like things that it cycles through and does that you got to learn like learn the patterns of like once once i actually there is like one key thing that i figured out how to do really well so i could make it e- a lot easier because the way they want you like i cheated the system kind of the way they the way they want you to try to survive is like like lower to the ground but i found a, a way to climb up really high yeah and avoid all the all the attacks that are coming towards me and then i can just i could just wait <laughs> wait until the next round you know next uh part of the the boss fight where i where i needed to be lower or whatever or you know like because at some point you can't use your uh, box ability because he has an ability to to disable it for a little while but um yeah it's it was a really good boss battle it took me i don't know like maybe a week of, of trying here and there to finally beat it like to try to you know try to get used to because everything had to be timed just perfectly you know for certain things so is it uh only four levels um it's oh crap i don't remember now i still don't remember like because because the thing is is you don't like actually go to the like i don't actually see the things like once you're later on in the game uh-huh. It, you know, like because you'd be ending a uh, ending a level, and then you'd know if you're starting a new one or whatever. It doesn't really say that later on, so that's why I never really was sure uh, if it was th- just three, three, and then the third one is really long. But I think it probably is four. Okay. I have a fe- I have a feeling it, it's four, and I just don't remember seeing like Act Four or whatever Chapter Four. So. I I have a feeling it has to be because it, it's a it's it's a decent sized game for you know for what it is so and how much it costs too so but yeah the the boss you know I I enjoyed it um like I enjoy the story like they explain why the game you know at the end of the of the game kind of explains why it's called Lightfall things like that like you know what what lightfall is like what what the meaning of it is so so yeah it's it's uh it's definitely a good game and uh have you guys gotten a chance to get back to it at all or no no Uh -uh. No. yeah it's once you guys once you guys get further into it it's like it gets really difficult but but it's a lot of fun like it's like it's kind of like Cuphead, where it was like it, I'd get like kind of frustrated, but yeah. at the, but at the same time, it was like it was still fun though. It wasn't like like oh, I'm gonna turn this off or get mad about it. It was just frustrating, 
and you know but fun at the same time so i i give them credit for for that because some of those games i feel like they just they're too hard to the point of where it's just frustrating and it's not even really fun and then yeah. like then then that's kind of defeating the whole purpose of of playing games you know to be to have fun yeah like i mean it's one thing to make something hard like cuz i because for me, I like I know I just didn't have time to spend to play Cuphead like consistently. So there are like that game has kind of been one that's been put to the to the side until I have like time where I can actually just really sit down and get used to the patterns and stuff. Right. Because that one you really have to. I really had to dedicate some time to learn the patterns because they they do a good job of changing it up a lot too. So. Yeah, it's all a matter of just trying to your spatial like awareness or whatever, like trying to figure out where you need to be at what time and it's a little bit more complex than than Lightfall is, but but yeah, it, so. it feels like a game like Cupfall. I think if people would have been able to see the energy bar- bars of the bosses and stuff, I think people would be fine uh not to worry on how far they are. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing in Lightfall. There, I, I don't think there was any uh, life bars, but it's kind of like the the they go the Nintendo route of it. Basically, I think it's like so many hits. Like except for the the final boss was there's a quite a few uh, cycles more I think than some of the other bosses. But I think it's just like four, like four times you got, or so. There's so many times that you need to hit a boss before it's dead. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and that's kind of how Nintendo, Nintendo has always done. It. It's always been like three or whatever. Yeah, three you hits know. there. Yeah, done. yeah. So I, they kind of went that route, but but so they don't really have uh, life bars on there either. But but yeah, I mean, I could see with Cuphead though, where it would be a little bit more different because it all depends on. On how much damage you're doing to them? Oh my goodness! What? Resident Evil Seven Cloud version and not for news. Switch. It's part of the news, oh. Ed. Gosh! <laughs> Talk about what we're playing right now, Ed. <laughs> Sorry, I I thought that was a joke. Someone said it, and I'm like, this is not real. You can interrupt <laughs> Arsenal X when you find something new. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I I just seen it get announced. I didn't even know. I'm gonna like, fight you, Ed. <laughs> fight you. Get over here. Anyways, oh, continue, sorry, Jesse. Jesse. Well, that that's basically it. So it's you know that's what I've been playing for the most part. Nice, nice. <clears throat> well, besides what we did for Squaggles this week, I haven't really been playing a, a lot. I played the first level of donkey kong country tropical freeze and that game is fun and pretty and kind of hard but (laughs) yeah i'm not playing funky mode i refuse (laughs) to play funky mode until i beat it that's that's the plan (laughs) yeah uh but other than that i mean ed and i finished gears and we played a lot of halo yesterday and it's kind of it's kind of it I've been I've been playing uh, website rebuilding mode is what I've really been playing. So, and, and it's it's getting there. It's gonna be done faster than I think it. What what I originally planned, but I also put in like 
six hours of, of website stuff today, so... Um, yeah. But it's looking good, though. Oh, thanks. So. I, I hope it does. I mean, I... You know how you get so deep into something you can't really, like, criticize yourself because you think it's gonna... You just, just uh-huh. keep going. Uh, but... Yeah, I've been rebuilding the website. I think it looks okay. Uh, everything is all nice and neat and organized, at least. <laughs> Even if it's not to your up to standards of like normal websites, I think it's clean and organized, and people can watch stuff on it. So that's that's good. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, what are we getting into the news? Yes, news bits. So. <laughs> This was announced shortly, very shortly ago. Resident Evil 7 is coming to Switch. Sort of. In Japan. Ed? I'm going to fight you. What? I'm going to fight you. What? This comes from Nintendo Everything. Resident Evil Cloud version announced for Switch launches this coming week. Resident Evil 7 Cloud version is coming to Switch, Capcom has announced. As the name implies, Resident Evil 7 will not be launching on Nintendo's console in the traditional sense. Everything runs through the cloud. Uh, The download is just 45 megabytes, so you won't actually be purchasing the full game that can be played offline. You'll need a stable internet connection while accessing the title. Players will nonetheless be able to play Resident Evil 7 in its entirety on Switch. This also includes banned footage volume 1 and 2, End of Zoe, and Not a Hero DLC. Resident Evil 7 can be played for up to 15 minutes on Switch for free. After that, you'll need to purchase a 2,000 yen ticket, which lasts 180 days. Uh, Here's the first trailer below. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Resident Evil 7 Cloud version will be out in Japan on May 24th. A Western announcement may follow in the coming days. This is a weird thing (laughs) uh i mean it's cool i guess if you want to play resident evil 7 on switch but the whole point of the system is like to take it with you and like if you're gonna play resident evil 7 at home you might as well just purchase it on one of the other consoles (laughs) right but hmm. Hmm. it's weird like I, i guess like the like the one thing is at least like if you can just uh like <clears throat> if you live, you know, you live somewhere, you're going somewhere that's got an internet connection, like, you know, like you could hopefully, you know, just do it from wherever you want and still be able to kind of play it on the go. But, but I guess like for them, this is probably just a move to be able to try to make like some of the the bigger titles that would never play on the system reg- in a regular way still be an option for people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's, uh, you know, if, like, moving forward, this is something that, that happens. The only the only thing I worry about, though, is if uh, biz- or places uh, just start doing this with their games instead of trying to actually make a version of it that works on the, the system the regular way. Yeah. That's well, the only thing I'd worry about, but... I mean, well, it's weird that it feels like more of a rental. Because yeah. I'm just like, why would you be paying $20 uh, for three months to play this game? You know, yeah. I, and I understand this in the cloud, but I'm just like, that's that's weird because 
if you've been pricing the game nineteen ninety nine for the other systems to buy it physically and digitally to have, why can't they not do that and still be able to at least save the data in the cloud but still play the game? Yeah. Yeah, to me it's something that they should maybe think about working at working a deal out with people where like if you buy it you buy it for Xbox One and you own it like that that then you'd somehow have like access to the cloud version of it or something, but I don't well, know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is Japan, but I'm just like people who bought Fantasy Star Cloud, they bought the whole game and they could play. Yeah, they got to play it in the cloud sense, but you know that's a game that you want to play online. This, yeah. no, people could just people could literally pick up the game cheap. And run the game within a week and be done with it. There's yeah. not no not much replay value to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think there's going to be better ways to play this. I if it was if it was coming as like a digital download or a physical copy, that'd be different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look, I I still don't think cloud streaming streaming cloud games is the future right now with the tech that exists especially on a system that companies not really known for their online infrastructure so right uh and even their online infrastructure is not really live yet yeah so So, i mean whatever i i guess it's cool if you want to play it on switch but there's a lot of restrictions to the point where it's like is it even worth it so Mm -hmm. i don't i wonder the only thing is i wonder if it's like a test to, to garner interest in the game to see like if Capcom should try to actually port this to Switch or not. I wonder if it's, they're just trying to garner some interest to see, like, hey, what do fans really think? What do they want? Kind of thing. I don't know. But I mean, if they was going to port, if they was going to port the Switch, they would have already did it. No, uh, I mean, it's a lot harder to port things than you might think. But they made they made Street Fighter Two HD Collection popular. It's. I mean, that's not a full-blown 3D game, though, and that game's been on thousands of other systems already. Well, so, yeah. But, but, to, but like, if... Uh, I don't know, Capcom. Yes. I think that engine needs a lot more work to be port, be able to port stuff to Switch than than Street Fighter. Well, it's, it's weird. I'm like, so. why would you give us Monster Hunter Generations... And but only give us a cloud version of Resident Evil Seven because Monster Hunter Generations is a 3DS game that has already been ported to Switch. So well, and I, I think the thing is too, like uh, I don't know, like I just feel like they just need, like, not even bother with like. Either either you can make a a newer newer game work, you know, physically, or you know, on a on a switch, or you can't. I, I just don't don't think that they should even just you know waste time with this because you know, like you said, where people are gonna just play it somewhere else anyways. Like you know, Doom and uh, Wolfenstein and stuff like that. That well, that's something different. At least it's like actually working on the system. Mm-hmm. And you'd and you'd think that like. I mean, I guess I don't know from a technical standpoint, but you'd think if the if 
a company can get something like Wolfenstein or whatever working on a Switch that you'd think that that Resident Evil Seven would be able to work. Well, you got to like, think. You got to think of uh, Western versus Eastern. Like, yeah, who's going to port Resident Evil Seven uh, yeah. to the Switch in America? Well, and I and I. Well, and I honestly, I think the the thing is, is like what it, when it comes down to it, like the the Resident Evil Two remake is going to be a more important game, anyways, mm-hmm. because you know that that's going to sell a lot. I just don't feel like there's a need even for Resident Evil Seven on Switch at all. Like there, yeah, like like it's, they're, too, they're just, it's too late. Like it's way too late. Like if yeah. if they would have if when it came out when Resident Evil Seven came out. And they said, hey, there's going to be a Switch version at some point. Maybe, like, it would have been okay. But it's that game is over a year old now. And it's not like Doom or Wolfenstein where, like, hey, we're making, we're making this a big deal. Nintendo's partnering with us, whatever. And Wolfenstein 2 was at least announced alongside the other versions. And yeah. they made it clear that it was coming later. Uh, but at, it's just, it's too late for that game. Like, I... Yeah. I, I mean, if they want to port it later down the road when they start start porting the inevitable 900 other Resident Evil games to Switch, then then fine. Just make it a, put it in the collection or put it as like a thirty or forty dollar physical copy. I don't care. But like announcing it as a separate thing like this is just, it's just too late. So, you know what I would honestly rather see is I would rather see the Switch be be the uh, exclusive uh, console to play more of the like for them to make new traditional uh like original uh style games more like the resident evil 2 and stuff like that and like like have it like dealing with the zombies and all that stuff and then leave leave all that other crap for for all the other systems the the problem with that is capcom is can't take any risk anymore well you don't think Resident yeah, but Evil One, like Zero, and Four would sell on Switch? That's why they're that's why they're playing it safe. I think the, but, I that, think that would have been the safer option than doing would've. some dumb cloud thing on a network that doesn't hardly work. Like it, it would have, but Capcom hurt themselves. Well, then Capcom is not thinking right, in my opinion. So okay, right. All right. Next story. Fresh details on Star Fox Grand Prix suggest it's not like F Zero at all. Uh, this comes from Nintendo Life. While it's a long way from being confirmed as a solid fact, there seems to be almost unstoppable momentum behind rumors that Retro Studios is working on a racing game set in the Star Fox universe. Dubbed Star Fox Grand Prix, this, rumor ti- this rumored title broke cover earlier this week, immediately triggering some hoots or... I don't know. Uh, triggering some fans very angry about the long-suffering F-Zero fans who... We're quick to point out that Nintendo already has a futuristic racing series, crying out loud, and why it simply can't do another F-Zero. Yeah. So, let me get to this this point here. Uh, First up, uh, Liam Robertson, he's a a contributor, says that uh, it's, he's, let me let me let me gather myself here. First up, first up, Robertson is keen to stress that the game isn't like F Zero at all. We're speculating here, but it sounds like it's a lot more akin to engine racing on the PlayStation, a game 
from the creator of Wipeout, which saw players racing against one another in fighter jets. Gameplay mixes racing with classic Star Fox moments, blasting enemies will give you speed boosts, and you can shoot other players as well. Each Grand Prix consists of three tracks and a boss battle, and when you're not racing, you can walk around a hub area and interact with famous faces from the Star Fox series. Uh, Robertson has also heard that Retro is even considering introducing characters from outside of the franchise, such as Donkey Kong. Uh, There are also rumors of F-Zero and and Metroid characters showing up. Uh, The hub also offers up a new story offers up new story elements and races. Finally, Robertson says that the name is subject to change and that the game could release as early as this year, although 2019 is also a possibility. Uh, so, up, there's an update to this story. Robinson has since gotten in touch to say a particular comment uh, that this particular comment was, wasn't inaccurate. Uh, now, given that this remains a rumor. All the uh, above information should be taken with a pinch of salt. However, uh, the track record in this field is pretty much faultless as he has stressed that he has heard this information from several different sources, which lends some weight to be legit. Uh, So we talked about this a little bit on Friday's episode, but as, as I read this article and as I was thinking during last week's show, they did say there might be a Star Fox crossover that Retro was working on, and this would kind of coincide with that. Uh, remember when they were talking about doing a Star Fox, Metroid, F-Zero kind of crossover thing a couple years ago on the Wii U, and then that never really panned out, and we ended up getting Star Fox Zero instead? <coughs> I think that that rumor of that is kind of going to be the culmination of what this might be. Uh but anyways, Jesse, we didn't really get your opinion on Star Fox Grand Prix on Friday's episode. First off, what do you think about a Star Fox Grand Prix? Yeah, I mean, like if they if they had it more of like a <clears throat> something where you're kind of doing like the whole shooting and all that, and it's not so much like just a just a straight up racing game. Like I, I think that would actually be pretty cool. Like just what what they're kind of uh, saying in the thing. Like if it was something that was a little bit more deeper than just a race, I think that would be a lot of fun. And like you know, like maybe you could have like different your know, ships or whatever that you're uh, trying to win races to to unlock parts and things like that. You know, kind of similar to like the Mario Kart, but. But but if they yeah if they do a good job of like keeping it its own thing, then I I could see it doing pretty well you know because you always run into the problem if you make make a bunch of games that are too similar to each other it's like you just kind of it gets boring you know so yeah so if, if they can do do a good job of like making it unique and you know and and definitely having like crossover stuff like that that would definitely bring some appeal to it as well like something that Mario Kart doesn't really have necessarily mm-hmm. so so yeah i mean I, it sounds like it would be a pretty interesting game yeah. i'd like to see that yeah yeah i mean i i think i would as well i would like to see something like this cuz i think the notion of a star fox game mixed with some racing kind of akin to almost like a diddy kong racing style thing where like you can switch between land or aerial vehicles there's going to be those star fox moments where you're fighting bosses and 
you know, shooting enemies for a speed boost sounds cool. Uh, you know there's going to be power-ups like the flying through the rings or the bombs or whatever. Uh, I think it could be cool. Uh, Ed, what what does this story do for you? I'm saving you for Not- last because I'm sure you have opinions. Nothing. I, I still pour River of Salt on this game. That even even is, when <clears throat> big sites have trusted sources saying this game is real, Ed, this, Ed is I, swimming I in the feel, river of salt. <laughs> river of salt. Because I feel like this is a game that Retro cannot do. This would be a mistake on Nintendo's move to give why can't, a racing... Why can't Retro do it? Because Retro is not known to do a racing game. Well, they weren't known Nothing, to do platformers either, and then they did Donkey Kong. Right, they, they know how to do, do that. Metroid games, and then they oh, gave no, us they, three Metroid games. Well, the thing with the platforming is that they learned their platforming from Metroid. Literally, if you turn Metroid Prime into a two D, two uh, D platform game, it would that would be Donkey Kong, vice versa. There's there's been more trusted more trusted developers in the racing games. Bandai Namco, Sega, of uh, Midway was still around, probably them. Uh, but Nintendo wouldn't just do something with the Star Fox series to give the retro to turn it to a racing game, because that means that they're gonna have to learn. Uh, I mean, I think they will be they will be up to the challenge to learn the racing field, but. Then what's going? To, what would happen is just like why are we making a racing game where we could just actually make a Star Fox game? Maybe they if just want to switch, switch it up. If, if we're talking, if, if we're talking about retro, like I would, if I was retro to give them a racing game, I would give them, uh, I would give them uh, uh, F Zero because then they can actually know how to make tracks, how to balance speed. How to how to learn? What if, what if they're uh, using this project to maybe maybe their next project will be an F Zero game? What if they're just using this to like get their feet wet and kind of learn how to do a racing game on a franchise that's kind of down? And you know, if it turns out okay, people will buy it. And if it doesn't turn out okay, they're not really losing out. I it still wouldn't work. I think. I mean, I, I mean, because I bet it's gonna be the it, best racing game of all time. I, I, well, the thing about it is retro wants to make their own game. And well, they 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 do. There is a rumor that they have a second project in the works. Right, but I wouldn't say I I, I wouldn't give them Star Fox to make them end up using that material to be making a new game. If I was if I was going to take a franchise for Nintendo to learn the racing genre, I'm going to take F Zero over Mario Kart. Because I know how to do, I know they could do speed. They could do uh, a great graphical looking game. They could probably work on tracks and get their and get the engine. You know, make it feel like fast the fast Neo games, but make it better and improve. I just think that with Nintendo, if I was going to give them a racing game as successful as the Mario Kart arcade games have been, I would have gave the gave that Star Fox game to them and put it out as an arcade game. Well, like I, like my like for me personally, like I'm not like I like the characters of Star Fox. Mm-hmm. But I never really got into the Star Fox games like a like fully like i've played them before and and they're okay 
but like for me personally and maybe this is like what they would be trying to do like i actually would be more interested in a racing game than i would be just a regular star fox game like me personally but that's just because i don't like i like i like the characters and i'd still be getting that but i'd be able to do something that like that i personally would more would enjoy more like i but i know like that's not a majority of the people either that probably that would want us you know a straight up star but, fox game but in but reality I, isn't star fox pretty much a racing game that's just slow down if you kind of think about it yeah kind of i mean it's to me it's more like all those like racing or flying simulators to like me the it's, to me it's more fighter like plane on, on rail shooters like panzer dragoon and sin and punishment than yeah yeah a yeah game. yeah but I, I i just wonder like i could see them just like wanting to do something different with the just because they they want to see like what kind of interest and like you know like them kind of this this time around like with Zelda them stepping things up and trying trying it going a little bit different of a direction and and it like just seems like they want to try to evolve some of their things and try something different and like with their with their uh, their characters and still give people eventually the option of a regular you know straight up game of whatever they're you know whatever the characters normally do mm-hmm. but i feel like maybe like i could see it happening only because it seems like they're trying to try different like new and different things with it like like I finally played the demo of Arms, and I actually do really enjoy that game, as much as it looks like a game that I totally would not care about, and that's why it's taken me this long to try it. But like, there's just like I don't know, there's like newer things that they've been doing lately that that like have actually been interesting to me, even though they're things that I normally wouldn't care about. Like, even, I know it's not a Nintendo product, but Mario Rabbids, like, took a game type that I really did not care about, and it actually made me enjoy it a lot. So, like, whether it's them doing it or them letting other people, like, kind of do something different with their characters, I, I could see it just being them trying to have something that they could see if maybe they can reach more people and get more people interested in it, you know, because the racing games tend to do pretty good. So, you know, across the board anyways. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, but I, I think just with the way things are going right now, I could see it happening just because it does seem like they're trying to try new things a little bit. Yeah. So, which is yeah. good. Yeah, this know, this this game, like if it exists, kind of reminds me of the GameCube days where they were trying to be super creative and started really showing, like, hey, we're trying something different with our franchises, like Luigi's Mansion and yeah. like Eternal Darkness and some of these other franchises that got weird sequels, like Mario Sunshine. Like to me, this this just is something like that for me, where they're like. Hey, if it works, great. If not, we'll try something different the next time. You know, like that's what this is to me. And, and honestly, I think it sounds like a cool twist on Star Fox. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it my happens. My thing is, my thing is just retro doing it. That's my. That's my doubt. Yeah. It's just, just for me. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, no, and I and I get that. You know, like, but, but you know, like you guys are kind of talking about. I mean, who knows? They might surprise us. You know, like, I mean, I like nowadays. I really, I have a hard time taking like any developers for granted because it like. You know, you just you just never know like what's in their head. You know, like I mean, they, you know, these people are artists and in a very high sense that you know you never know what you're gonna get really. This so is the chin, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing is, you know, that it's that there's gonna be people helping them along the way to to make the because they all want to succeed. It's you know, well, like no one no even, one wants to fail. It's not even. It's not even that. It's just that Nintendo does the weirdest stuff and the most unexpected stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I'm and that, I'm, and that's. I was just gonna say that's the kind of stuff you know that that makes me excited about Nintendo though is because, like, you never know what they're gonna do next. Like they they like Corey, like you said, like that's why I loved the GameCube. There was so many just interesting things that came out during that time yeah. like i don't know how pikmin. people didn't we got like freaking it freaking i know man. exactly i know it's like uh, one of my favorite better get pikmin, <laughs> better get a pikmin 4 announcement soon uh we're gonna stick with the racing genre for a second guys uh sega this comes from nintendo everything uh sega teases news coming soon for mystery sonic racing game sega tends to have a big presence at uh south by southwest when it comes to sonic during a panel at the event um, the company announced Sonic Mania Plus, uh, Sonic Ma- Sonic Mania Adventures animated series, and more. At the very end, they teased a Sonic racing game. Sega has been keeping quiet on the mystery project since the initial teaser, but in an official live stream this week, fans were given an in- indication that news is coming soon. Uh, a lot of you have been waiting for news and information, and you're very curious about what the what that title was and that we teased back at South by Southwest. And at least in the near future, you might be hearing some more news and information about that. So, Hey, that's coming up. Get ready. It's on the horizon. Uh, we're likely to receive information at or around E3. So within the next month, likely speaking of E3, Weber and Sega said, it will have a bit more news regarding its plans very soon. And we'll see, we'll have some cool stuff to talk about. So, Sonic Racing, I assume it's going to be along the lines of Sonic Racing Transformed in that series, Uh, but I don't know. They said they're kind of getting away from the other Sega characters and going strictly with Sonic characters, which I think is a bad move, but uh, I don't know. I have Sonic Racing Transformed on the Wii U, and I thought it was freaking awesome. I thought it was the best kart racer on the platform until Mario Kart 8 came out. Uh, even even previous Mario Karts, I thought it was better than. I thought it was cool that they, uh, you could literally transform the karts. It kind of threw back to Diddy Kong Racing again, almost. Uh, I know we keep bringing that game up. Can we just get Diddy Kong Racing again? That'd be great. Um, oh no, <laughs> Ed, I'm gonna slap you. I'm gonna slap you so hard you're gonna be white. <laughs> Well, why don't we just we could get that we could get that on Xbox? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Then then they'd have their own Mario Kart type game. (laughs) Well, my my thought the other day was like, what if they just took Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts and make that a racing game, and you could have Conker and Banjo Kazooie and all the rare characters again? Yeah, 
thought that would be cool. And then you could have a little ship uh, car that's for Sea of Thieves. Right. Right. <laughs> liter- the, literally uh, a Forza car. <laughs> and a Master Chief the, log. Uh, what was the, uh, the cardboard ones, the animals? Uh, oh, Viva Pinata. Pinata? Viva Pinata? Oh, the Viva, yeah, Viva yeah. Pinata. Where's my Viva Pinata kart racer, guys? Come on. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, Rare could make a pretty sweet uh, racing game, like with all their products, uh, their characters and stuff they own I own the rights to. I could, I could totally see that. But this this Sonic game, like, I don't, man, I feel like every time it comes to Sonic, they take all the good parts of the previous game and just rip it out and try to do something different. It's like, no, the Sonic fans want classic Sonic, or they want a straight up kind of Sonic Adventure style game. Like, don't give me the werehog, don't give me the weird, like, <laughs> booga, ooga booga stuff. Like, don't give me the weird human interspecies relationships. Like, just just <laughs> give me a decent Sonic game. And, like, Sonic Mania was that, although, I, I mean, I didn't really care for Sonic Mania. I just, I don't know. I, I think I'm at that point where I'm starting to realize that maybe Sonic was never really that great. Like, I don't know. I still think Sonic Sonic One is the best Sonic game to me, and and Sonic CD a close second. But like, uh, I don't know. Sonic Mania yeah. was. I I don't know. What do you guys think about a Sonic racing game? Um, there was Sonic R. Um, what on the I, Saturn? No thanks. They're literally I mean, just sprinting along a course. I mean, would it would be it's possible, but uh. As for a Sonic Racer game, uh, what what is he doing? That was my Sonic <laughs> Sonic R for Saturn impression. <laughs> that thing was very three D blocky. I'm like, oh, this game does not look good. Yeah, that was, uh, that was terrible. Uh, I, I think for Sonic to have a racing game uh, uh, or a new racing game, uh, it, it's very hard because, like. It's hard for me to get excited for anything Sonic these days. Like, yeah, I don't know. like the 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 only ex- exciting thing about Sonic that I get excited for is if they decided to add Tails and Knuckles into Smash Brothers. Like, that's like literally the only thing that would get yeah. me excited about Sonic again. Oh, yeah. I think I think like when they when Sonic is in 3D and he's going fast without no interruptions, I think those are the fun parts. So I I think I kind of would love to see that as a racing game and more of it as that it's and I hate to say this that it's kind of online a little bit online only and you're racing against friends uh or you or and you guys got go do the go through the same course but it's all courses are split up and you got to try to get through them as, as fast as you can. You know, I, I mean, you could do an AI kind of style also, but I would love to have it to see. Well, not love. I would love, to, not love. I want to see that it be like an online racing game that everybody has their own version of the course and trying to get through without no enemies, uh, without. Well, there could be like boxes to slow you down and stuff, but or people could affect your track and everything. But I would love it just to be like there's no enemies to fight and you have to run. The first one who gets there gets the power of chaos emerald, and you can use that emerald for the next round. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of what I would. I think I would rather see as some kind of like game where there, you know, like you're playing like four or five people or six or whatever, and you're kind of racing to the end, like doing the, like the regular like speed run type stuff. And there's like obstacles and things that you've got to you know dodge and like I'd rather yeah see like an actual physical game. Like where you're just playing as the physical characters and not not in actual carts. Like what what's that one game uh, that's on Xbox? Um, is that Rainbow something or other? Where like you there's you play with other people and you've kind of got a like speed run through these platforming levels and you're all kind of going at the same time. Oh, um, run, Runbow. Yeah, Runbow. That's it. Like, I could see them doing something more like that. Like, have more of, like, a... Like, because that would stay more true to the, you know, to the Sonic style of playing, and then they could actually have it where, you know, you're doing more of a platforming uh, race-type game. Like, I think that would be kind of fun. Something like that. But, like, as far as an actual racing game goes... Like honestly, I would I would rather just see like to see them maybe make a deal with Nintendo, and just have them be be characters in the next uh, like Mario Kart or something like that. Mm. I'd I'd rather just see them, just rather see them be be an addition to a game yeah. than than its own standalone. Yeah, I agree with you. So I don't know. I I. Again, I'm not really that interested, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's fine, whatever. So yeah. All right, our last kind of news story of the day, which isn't really a news story, but again, trying to trying to fill time here. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Uh, there is no official plans for it on Switch, which I half expected that, you know, so. Although, although their GameStop did receive Switch cases with the Black Ops 4 logo on them, but that's, again, that's just probably placeholder stuff. I don't know if somebody was trying to get somebody excited or what, but I'm not, I'm not surprised that I don't really care, honestly. Oh, a lot of people are upset just about Black Ops. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about old AX, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this... I think I think that Blackout mode looks pretty cool, though the the battle royale style mode that they added. Like I, this, <laughs> this is gonna sound weird, but this might be the first Call of Duty I get in like, like in probably since Black Ops Two. I think was the last one that I really got or played. You know, and I know Jesse. We might try that blackout mode. Yeah, I was just thinking about because we kind of talked about this game a little bit on on uh, when we were playing uh, uh, Fortnite. Fortnite the other day, and I and I was you know like thinking like yeah, like uh, seriously, the only reason I think I'd get this game is just because of that mode. Yeah, just because it would be something more to, to play for uh, for Royale with cheese. To I be mean, honest. Uh, <laughs> I will play a demo first. There's no see a demo. demo. There's no. Demo. I know. Uh, there's no such I, thing as demos anymore, <laughs> except on Switch or some. I guess. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ed. No, Good. no, you're fine. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This 
like I think nobody was asking for this game for Switch. I think once the news actually came out for this game, everybody knew it wasn't going to come, come to Switch. And, and there was no need to even ask the question. You know, I, I just, people are just upset about the game. Like it's, they feel underwhelmed and disappointed about it, by it, you know. So the, 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 there's no loss to me. Yeah. So. My my only gripe is, and I didn't really know about this until the other days. I just really, I don't I, like if I wanted to play a siege type game, I'll play siege. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like that they they did the whole like siege idea or the Overwatch idea where you oh, the, all can like only the, uh, pick one character. Yeah, like the, what are they called? They're not called operators. That's the Rainbow Six thing. The uh, yeah specialists is what they're called. Yeah, three, yeah. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really care for that too much, yeah. but and and I wonder how many. Ma- See, it's going to depend on how what how many maps are in the game, and how long the fun is going to be had because it's going to be very repetitive. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're spending sixty bucks to do pretty much blackout only, give or take, you know that might be fun, but for how long? Yeah, you know. Well, and, I mean, oh, it's, it is it is a you know it is a Call of Duty game. So I mean, like all their games are repetitive. It's just like to for me personally, the only the the big difference between whether I like a Call of Duty game or not usually comes down to how how well the like the operators and like like their the functionality of things like how well it works like. Like, I didn't mind the wall climbing and all that stuff, but when you compared it to, like, Titanfall, it wasn't as good. Mm -hmm. But I still didn't care about it, whereas a lot of people, like, that mechanic, that functionality, is the whole reason that they didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But... Well, so it was. Like it was. For, it, I'm. I'm iffy on, I mean, on it Call was, of Duty games. The the wall run wasn't why people didn't like it, because it was just like, well, you're taking it from the guys who actually made the series popular. So why are you trying to implement something that they're trying to do with the wall run to make your game seem more competitive or up to snuff? You know, it, a lot of people just was just mad that the fact that you added this wall run because the people who made Call of Duty very popular have it in their game when they were trying to add something different and new. Because the yeah. wall runner and Titanfall and Titanfall two is is fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Call of Duty they they threw it felt like they just threw it in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, but it seems like that's what Call of Duty is is uh, mounted to nowadays. Is they literally are just taking all the things that work really well in in other games that are better and trying to put it in theirs. Like they're literally like with this new one, it sounds like they're you know they're copying Fortnite and they're copying Siege, you know, or or but, Overwatch, the uh, you know games that are doing really well. I I, I don't even go far as just the way that it look and it looks impressive. From yeah. from some of the blues and like skies and and, and sand that they're on, I was just like, this is like a Far Cry game. This looks yeah. like Far Cry three or four. I mean, the, With, the art direct, like the art in the in the graphics are they look like it looks really good. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I know that's probably running on some high-end PC, and that's probably not the one we're going to get on Xbox, but uh, I think... I don't, I don't know, man. There's something about this one that's like... It's at least interesting enough for me to follow. You know, yeah. like, I want to follow it and see what happens. I'm not... Probably, probably not going to get it, because, like, it's... like Jesse, like, I would, I would rather play Siege with you guys or Overwatch or something, you know, or yeah. if we're going to play Battle Royale, I'd rather play PUBG or Fortnite, you know, but, like... Yeah. It, it, it at least intrigues me to follow it. Well, the thing yeah. about it is, it's going to sell. It's gonna, it's $60. It's going to sell. People are going to learn it. There's going to be some cheats that people are going to try to interact. There's going to be some controversy at some point. Because uh, someone did something stupid on, on uh, Twitch with it. And it's just like... This, this still feels like a recycled game. And that... Uh, for me personally, I feel like the series needs a break. It well, needs to, it I needs mean, to go. I, like that that and Battlefield. I I literally think those two games need to give a rest, and something else needs to come out. Because now it's to the point that EA and and I'm sorry to bring EA into this, but EA Activision got no nothing original or new to bring. They can't trust any other IP to make them. To to make them money that friends are going to be loving and appreciating, they just don't. Like, what can EA and Activision do that's not a first person shooter? Yeah, because well, the well, honestly though, for me, like for me, like I like Battlefield One was okay, but it got it got old really quick for me, and so I'm actually I'm the opposite where I cannot wait to get a new. Uh, Battlefield game because I want to be able to play Battlefield again because I, I would get like the I, newer I, one. I just can't enjoy it right now. So I, I, I I want a new one. If I was EA, I would have tried to do a HD remaster of Army of Two for the day. I would try to do a collection of those games and bring something new. Where now instead I, of just doing, I think I think. And we're super off topic here, but I think if if Battlefield wanted to try something different, honestly, I would bring back Bad Company. You know, do HD remasters of one and two, and then yeah. and then do a third game in that series because that that's like that's like their I don't want to say like their their boutique boutique version of the series, but like that's like their kind of smaller kind of goofy version of of battlefield you know it's got the funny cast of characters it's got the story it's got the the fun character moments and it's like some of these like that, that game is just so so serious now and it's just like give us gives the fun and, it, and it's the problem i have with a lot of military shooters these days mm-hmm. and including call of duty which honestly the last couple of call of duty games i've kind of watched my and i not necessarily World War Two, but like Black Ops and Infinite Warfare and stuff. I've I've watched my friend Brian play those games, and it's like those games have got have kind of lightened up on the uh, serious tone, at least in multiplayer and stuff. That it's it's kind of like this is more intriguing to me than like a Battlefield. But at the same time, yeah. like Ed, how much fun did we have playing one v one Halo the other night? <laughs> just oh, dude, we just had a around. we like, literally had a ball. Or like, how much fun do we have playing Gears or? Fortnite or you know PUBG like this just the silly stuff that happens that like I don't 
and, and and I don't play enough Call of Duty or Battlefield to know if stuff like that happens in those games, but like those are the things that kind of intrigue me, and that's why like I honestly think this going this route for Call of Duty is actually going to change it up enough to to like okay, we've gotten away from the campaign. We don't need to tell a ridiculous story. We can funnel all of our resources in cool multiplayer modes and cool co-op modes and cool zombie modes. Like, we can do something different here enough, and this is this is where we're going to take a stance and say we're trying something different, even though, yeah, a lot of our... We're modes, trying something for the our, second time, not well, nothing new. I, I'm going to fight you, Ed. What? <laughs> They they tried this already. I love you. I love you too. They tried this already with the 360 and PS3 version of Black Ops 3. That's because Remember? they're trying to get off of those systems and they wanted people to move to the new systems. But I'm saying right. like but, I'm, I'm saying like in terms of the battle royale mode and the well, the interesting twist on zombies they're trying and that's like, nothing new. Okay, I'm gonna just end this conversation now. Uh, I, we're not getting a Switch version, so. Uh. <laughs> no, go ahead and get no, your dog. No, 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 I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Why? Because you keep interrupting me. Okay, I'm sorry, boss. Go give your thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm done. No, finish your I'm thought. Done. I want to. Nope. I want to hear your thoughts. We're not getting Call of Duty on Switch, so if you're looking forward to that, sorry. Sorry. No, I don't. I don't want to play Call of Duty on Switch anymore. Yeah, I really, so. I really don't. There's, a, there's other better games that you can get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's kind of that's kind of it with the news and uh, and stuff. I mean, we kind of padded out that hour real well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this has been an episode of Nintendo Power Block. I hope nothing happens on Monday because we're recording on Sunday. But if if it does, we'll cover it this week. Uh, go vacation oh. yeah we gotta we gotta figure out how to make a time machine <laughs> yeah for real uh but e is coming up so uh yeah i'm i'm sure we're gonna have a ton of leaks and stuff and ed and i were talking about getting back into the mini block stuff uh throughout the week and see if anything happens before a podcast happens uh so Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. This has been Nintendo Power Block. Remember, you can find Power Block every Monday and Friday here on YouTube.com slash NGR Radio and NGRRadio.com. Like, subscribe, and share on your podcast service of choice. If you're watching on our website for the first time, you can just click the link below. I have all the links ready for you there uh, on whatever podcast service you want to listen to us on. So, uh yeah, and if there's one that I don't have, just email us at nintendopowblock at gmail.com. Uh, we are going to get back to a question block episode probably next Sunday, unless something big happens, uh, because I want Jesse in on the, on the question block episodes as well. Uh, so download our family of podcasts. Uh, our grand finale of Pod, Pod and Play Season 2 is this weekend, uh, Rise Yay. of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I totally forgot about that until Ed tweeted it out today. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened this weekend. Uh, so you can check out our Ninjis Showcase Let's Play show coming up in about a month. Um, yes. On the 23rd of June is when that starts, and it runs through August 10th, I want to say, or 11th, whatever that second Saturday in August is. Uh, really excited for for that to, to pop up. And then... Uh, 
Season three of Pod and Play starts in September, and I'm very excited for our lineup of games there as well. Ah, oh, so, yes. I know. I still need to. I still need to grab a couple of them, but <laughs> I need to grab one. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to grab like three, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get there. So, anyways, Jesse, where can we find you? Great you job, can find great me. job hosting uh, the shows this weekend. By the way, guys, the the recordings of the Royale with Cheese and the Rainbow Six. What do we call it? Squad goal. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. Nice. That's and, it. And that's it. You, you literally can't <laughs> find him anywhere else. Uh, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at ThatBretchicCo, and you can check out my show, uh, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. Ed, I love you so much. I love you too, Corey. Sometimes I think <laughs> sometimes I think people think we hate each other because we <laughs> disagree sometimes. We everybody. As much as we we might disagree, but it, and <sighs> I, I, Look, I love this man guys, so much. You guys <laughs> like you guys are some of my, be- my best friends. You know, like um, um, I I don't have very many like quote unquote real life friends like you know people that i go hang out with and do stuff with really a lot anymore and it's like you know you guys have not really just become my friends but like i mean ngr is like a family you know so like yes i love these guys so much so (laughs) Corey knows i'm gonna feed them when i come down like you already (laughs) i think you owe me about 30 30 Wendy, meals 30 wendy's <laughs> chicken sandwiches so <laughs> yeah i, I about to. and i'm gonna teach you how to i'm gonna teach you how to eat uh chick-fil-a properly because every time <laughs> i talk to you you say you got a grilled chicken sandwich <laughs> now we were supposed to go to that other food place that pizza place we got spots that we still need oh, to go oh yeah yeah. Okay. We're so. speaking of, we're actually getting a Chick Fil A here, I think, too. So yes, Chick Fil A is the best. You should, get <laughs> spi- so- you should get spicy chicken sandwiches. You should get a spicy chicken sandwich with a. You should get mayonnaise and Chick Fil A sauce, and then mix them together and put on spicy chicken sandwich. Take the pickles off because pickles are gross on a chicken sandwich. No, and, pickles are good. And they always put them on there, and just just and no no lettuce, no tomato. Which that's the <laughs> deluxe version. Don't get the deluxe version. Just get the regular. Version. Yeah. And then you just there's there's always like a fat end, and then there's like a thin end. You just take a big bite out of that fat end, and it's just you just feel the <laughs> juice run down your mouth. Oh, it's so good. I love Chick Fil A. <laughs> Except ever since I turned ever since I turned like thirty, every time I eat Chick Fil A, I have mad poops. So <laughs> it's, Dude, it's, look, it's the worst. Uh, we're supposed to be getting the checkers in a rally slash rallies, oh. but I think checkers, uh, like in like Waukegan, like close to my house, oh, it's about nice. to be a mess, dude. If if their if if their fries and their burgers and shakes taste like it was back in the nineties, it's done. <laughs> I'm I'm heading there almost every other day. <laughs> yeah, I usually buy the checker fries in the the frozen section. How are the they? They're good. They're they because they actually get nice and crispy, and they're just really good for a, even a frozen uh, French fry. So okay, yeah, because I seen them, but I just never brought them. So oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. Welcome to uh, <laughs> Snack Nint- Chat N- Nintendo Fry Block. 
<laughs> anyways, you can find me at CoreyNHD on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me on a plethora of other content here on Nerds Gone Rogue. Uh, check out our family of podcasts uh, on on all of our other consoles and friends and other things. So, uh, like, subscribe, and share. Check out all of our content on NGRRadio.com. Thank you guys so much for watching, and until next time, we love you. Bye, everybody. Bye.